The Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Hello and bonjour. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball, Basketball Podcast. Um, <laughs> that's going to be a fun one to try and master. While we do this remotely. I think. Uh, yeah, I think we got it. I think, I think we, we got, got it. it. Um, I'm your host, Freddie Rivas, and, and who are you, sir? And the producer, Matt Duncan. Hi, how's everyone doing? Hello, just uh, just talk to me. Talk to me through the podcast app. I want to hear you. I think people must. You yeah. Know? Because when I'm walking around listening to podcasts, sometimes someone will say something, and I'll be like, I'll say something out loud. I'll be like, guess what? I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. Um, Matt, uh, I got married in May. You did? Um you're about to get married. That's right, man. This Saturday. Crazy. Uh, we know Danny Green is confirmed. He's confirmed. Yeah. He's bringing uh, a generator. That's really exciting. And it's <laughs> exciting that he's going to, yeah, like he'll, like he'll make his way up. And apparently he doesn't need accommodation or anything. He's just going to, he has some like flotation thing on the lake. Oh, wow. Yeah. Know. Is that what he's going to do? He's just going <laughs> to, yeah. He's going to have like a pontoon boat. I think so. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, We'll see. We'll see. But, uh, you know, uh, but there also might be a bit of a chance that uh, FVV will show. Oh, I um, thought I thought maybe a Laker or two might come too. his new teammates. Uh, Rondo or. <laughs> yeah, Rondo's coming in your wedding for sure. <laughs> no, but I was thinking Fred because Fred? Uh, he has a new roots kind of like marketing thing going down. So. Oh, nice. He's going to want to show that off. A, yeah. He's going to test it a Muskoka chair or two, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think we got a pretty fun episode today. Right? Yeah. We, uh, we, we give, uh, Paul beer, tallest man in the world. Tallest man in the world. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we talk about Marcus soul and his partying. Yeah. Uh, we also talk about the worst team in the NBA or yeah. we think is going to be projected the worst, team worst teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then we call uh, Andre de Pape. Yeah. I said Andre de Pape. You did because I messed it up because I'm a dummy. It's but all right. It's Andre de Pape. Um, <laughs> and uh, he made up a fun game where we're trying to kind of create uh, marketing items yeah. for uh, other teams. And we also chat about the potential best sophomore next year, which is a fun little thing I like to keep track of. Mm-hmm. And deposit what an offense might look like without Kawhi. Yeah, geez. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty sweet time. Yeah. Um, a little quickish questions in there, and uh, oh, Bob's yeah, your maybe. uncle. And I guess now's a good time to to let folks know um, that we will be taking a little bit of a break because uh, somebody's getting married. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, I got to get married, and then we're doing a little uh, mini honeymoon, so we're uh, going to be gone for that. Yeah. And then we'll be back yeah, and baby. Uh, we'll um, be ready to go with, uh, you know, uh, I'll get a new ring. Uh, Raptors will be, you know, probably getting sized up for theirs. You've got yours already. So yeah. it's just a, it's just a heavy summer of rings for all of us. Oh, it's going to be sick. Hopefully I have a new like <laughs> modem and router by that point. <laughs> you know, honestly, anything could happen. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so 
if, if people want to, you know, before like the two start popping off yeah. and our Patreon is like overloaded, you know what I mean? Like with cash. Mm-hmm. Um, if people want to follow us, help us, yeah. you know, how are they going to do that? Big thing is subscriptions. Like if you could subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcatcher, <sighs> whether that be iTunes or Stitcher or Player FM or Spotify, even even YouTube, I guess some people like to to do 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 the dirty there, but uh, you know, <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> I mean, uh, iTunes is a, is the big one. If you could even just write us a review or just click, you know, the the star rating and give us that too, that'd be great. We'll move on up. Little post will see us coming, and then uh, we'll fight in an alley. That's essentially where we uh, we're trying to get to, right? Yeah, I think I think our like long term goal is to fight like the producers and everyone involved with the low post yeah. in an alley. Yeah. Um <laughs> then I think just to really freak them out, I'll like I'll turn back to you and then I'll say, Remember when you said do the dirty about YouTube? <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then my guess is you'll just go berserk. Right? Yeah. Like like, <laughs> that's funny. You'll just start taking guys out. Yeah, that's that's my cue. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we had a lot of fun doing this episode, and uh, we appreciate everyone who listens to this podcast so so much. Yeah, um, we we're do. champions. You're all champions. We're all champions. And, uh, it's going to be a wonderful year. We're actually going to be back uh, right before the season kicks off. So yeah. enjoy this last little bit um, of the summer. I guess it's yeah. not the summer anymore. Well, yeah, it's like uh, fall on Saturday. So enjoy it. Uh, we'll be back the first week of October. And uh, we might have a couple more off-season uh, spots. And then we'll start up season seven, the uh, 2019-20 NBA season. It's going to be great. Heck yeah, baby boy. I'll yeah. take it. And, and, you know, for anyone who's listening to the pod... Um, I'll take a pic of Matt, uh, Matt and me on a, on a, on, you know, his wedding day. Oh and, yeah. Uh, and we'll, we'll post it to the gram. Yeah. It's just so you can see we're not like faking this whole marriage thing. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> People might be concerned. Yeah, well. that's true. Yeah. Like how many, how many times are we going to use this excuse that we're both getting married? Yeah, totally. You know? I think once a year, once a year. Yeah. <laughs> once a year, every year. Um, <laughs> cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, yeah, well, I guess I guess let's let's get into it, and uh, I hope you enjoy the first conversation with uh, Paul Beer. Bobby, Bobby Webster, Webster to sort of shawarma. Your, your meal, meal is, is ready. ready. Okay, I am here with uh, the tallest man in the world, I think, yep. um, Paul mm-hmm. Beer. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. Oh yes, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I recently killed the other tallest um, man in the world. Apparently, um, Taco uh, Taco Fall isn't he? Isn't he one of the tallest people in the world? Am I am I right about that? I think he's got to be close. Taco Fall is like seven, seven, seven or seven eight. Seven seven. Like yeah. Uh, I was listening to a podcast recently. They were referring to him as um, the new George Murison. <laughs> which is so it's both so mean and also kind of like well you know people didn't dislike george mirazan no no they didn't they it, george mirazan was in wasn't he in a movie with yeah he's in um uh, my, with, isn't uh, he my giant he's with my giant billy crystal yeah, <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> so and billy crystal man they rocked it it's maybe uh, maybe, maybe taco fall can be in uh, a movie with um 
like Seth Rogen. I know Seth Rogen's too tall, but anyway, like um, he'll yeah, figure so, it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Taco Fall. Okay, I'm looking at. Oh man, every time I do this on the internet, it's always like gives me the height in meters, and I'm like, yeah, what, are you like what are you doing? Gives, yeah, thanks a lot. What's two point three one? Okay, what is that? Um, it's tall. I know it's tall. Um, but two point three one meters. Give me a break. <laughs> um, list of list, list of tallest people. Hold on, is Sultan okay. Kosin? Is that the anyway? Whatever. I don't know, but I, I did also hear that forty-one um, percent. Uh, I think this is also from the jump um, of seven footers in the U.S. are in the NBA. <laughs> can't can't teach tall. I think I, I think I said that. <laughs> Not really. Time. Can't teach tall. <laughs> That's also that that rings a bit sad to me um, <laughs> as well. Okay, it does. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's talk some uh, let's talk some Raptors. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I know Matt uh, loves a hard partier. Um, Paul, I don't know if you're a hard partier, but I feel like this is a, it's good. We started with Taco Fall because it's like from one seven footer, uh, right. you know, who's a bit of a gimmick to one that is absolutely not a gimmick and is just a hardcore winner. Um, Mark yeah. Nicole, uh, he, it's Spain won FIBA, and um, we have yeah more evidence of how how hard Mark can party. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm looking at um, I'm looking at Twitter right now, and yesterday, uh, did you see what he posted? He posted, um, "Here we go again." Um, yeah. Gold medal emoji, trophy emoji, crying emoji, and then all in caps, beer poppy, beer and, poppy. and then a um, and then a, a, a thirty second video of Freddie Mercury. Wow, <laughs> he really, yeah, that Freddie Mercury thing. He really likes to go back to that. Like they're very, the Queen's very popular um, uh, in Europe. Very yeah. popular. He, um, isn't he the only uh, NBA player other than Lamar Odom to win a championship and FIBA in the same year? He is, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, weird. Uh, Matt, that's actually a pretty uh, like fun reach too to uh, bust out Lamar Odom. <laughs> I, I would have never thought that, but yeah, of course, Lamar Odom during the Lakers days was probably on a Team USA. Yeah, he yeah. was. Or, or, or I guess it was a FIBA specifically. It's, it's, it was. Yeah, it was, it was a World Cup. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't that seem nuts? Like, shouldn't there have been other? Yeah. How can there not be others? I think it has, it's, I mean, it's maybe one of those combinations of if you're winning an NBA championship, odds are you're probably not even playing in FIBA. Yeah. But I guess there are some international players who do it, but, you know, FIBA is, you know, probably only like, you know, just three or four teams that ever win FIBA. Right. Um, It's generally going to be the States or maybe you got Argentina Argentina, or Spain or some. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just clicked on an article that said, um, Marcus soul chugs again. <laughs> Crazy. Look, he's, he's, he's a, so, he's, he's a bon vivant. He lives life to the fullest. You know, I, I was thinking yeah. that he would have learned. I mean, I, I don't know how he was, what his recovery was like after the Raptors, um, uh, parade, because I know that I have, uh, after the age of 30, I've gotten the, the mm-hmm. fear of God every once in a while. You know, if you, if you do 
have a few, if you do overindulge, <laughs> if you do have a few more beverages, I, then you should. I do like, I do like hearing a hangover described as the fear of God. <laughs> like you definitely have embraced your age when you and you're like, I was hungover last Saturday, and let me tell you, I experienced. The devil's yeah, he's, eyebrow. He's, I experienced. He looked into the, the fear looked of into God. the abyss. Yeah, you're like I, yeah, and um, and he's 34. Um, he's 34. Mark. And so, so he, he was hammered at 4 p.m. on the parade day, and it was hot. And so I have to imagine that next day was not ideal. Um, so again, maybe he. I would have thought that he would have. You know, maybe. Maybe um, taking the taking his foot off the gas a little bit, but I think not. I think we're we're both kind of making a big mistake here, and that's underestimating Marcus Gasol mm-hmm. and assuming he lives by you know like non Andre the Giant rules. Yeah, you know. So uh, I, I'm I'm just reading some of his stats. So he's 34. Um, in this tournament, he averaged uh, 14 and a half points, five and a half rebounds, uh, four and four assists. Um, mm-hmm. And R- Rubio was the MVP, um, right. which, which is kind of a nice one for Rubio. But, um, you know, party jokes aside, are you as excited as I am about that, that he's kind of looking like any talks of him being like done um, are, to are be clearly premature? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, this is really exciting. And um, I, I, you know, I, I wonder how much one bolstered the other. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, coming off of the, the, the high of the, of the, the, the finals and then just going into that. Yeah, no, this is, this is great. I, I know there was some question, you know, when he exercised his, his player option, there was a little yeah. bit of like, well, yes, of course he would do that. Because right. 20, $25 million or whatever. But um, no, I'm feeling great about it. Yeah. It's, it's funny because like, thinking about him, you know, signing his extension now mm-hmm. um, is under such a different context than it was at the time. I mean, I remember saying a, a bunch of times on the podcast just that, you know, if you think about how valuable he is to a team, 25 in one year, like he probably could have got, you know, 30, 35, 40 or something over the course of three years. Right. And, and now is kind of risking that this might indeed be his, you know, could be his retiring year, you know, if there's a bad injury or something, something. Yeah. Um, but he definitely is kind of doing his own version of betting on himself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, Marcus yeah, old uh, party animal champion, right? I'm, I'm actually watching the chugging video right now. Um, this is, is this a new chugging video. This is in Madrid. Okay. And um, he is, look? he's like, it's, it's a much smaller um, vessel that he's chugging out of it. So this okay. looks like a standard, um, standard beer can. Right. Um, so he saved the rosé bottles for Toronto. <laughs> yeah. So, so maybe he did, he did get a taste of, a taste of the fear of God. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Um, excuse me, Mark. Have you ever sipped on the, this, our newest wine? It's, uh, it's called Taste of the Fear of God. The fe- yeah. <laughs> we understand it's a pretty convoluted concept, but Taste we of think the fear of God. Yeah. No, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's enjoying a, a reasonable can of Estrella. Is that the name of the, that Spanish beer? Estrella? 
Sounds familiar. Um, sounds, sounds like it. Um, okay, uh, just just a little quick hitter here before we move on to uh, some NBA stuff. But uh, having kind of watched um, Gasol play with Ibaka this year, and you know having nothing to do but watch highlights, uh, he he and Ibaka. I know that they've played together in Spain, but I guess it kind of disconnected from my head that they were they played together in that super super meaningful amazing 2012 game, uh, the finals game against uh, Team oh, USA. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and I understand Mark was a quite a bit younger, but he's backing down LeBron. Mm-hmm. He is like you know he's just bullying everyone. It's crazy because I think the states decided to go small, and Tyson Chandler couldn't really guard Powell mm-hmm. or Mark, and and. Anyways, yeah, when Powell goes to the bench, um, Ibaka and Gasol uh, are on the court together, and Spain actually goes on a run, mm-hmm. and it's like Kobe, KD, LeBron. It's Yeah, it's really – he's really a remarkably kind of like just like special type of winning player, I think. Right. No, I, I, absolutely. And, yeah, I, I think that um, uh, that sort of connection as well as the um, – the sort of veteran like wiliness uh, is is working really well for for actually for both of them for both of those guys. You know, I know, right? Seeing those two play together, I'm like, oh man, we got to keep these guys together. Sure. You know, they got to like kind of just like age out of the league together. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe that's too much of like good feelings and sympathy or or or, or good feels in general, kind of coming from my end, but um. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's move to some uh, NBA stuff here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, since we won the championship, it's uh, it's not a sad conversation because we're not in the mix for this awful award. But I thought it'd be a fun kind of thought exercise to uh, see if we can explore who's going to have the worst record in the NBA next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, may- maybe I'll just throw to you first, or I mean, I, I can start if you like, but. Who do you think? Uh, 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 which out of the thirtieth, uh, or which out of the thirty teams, is going to have the worst record in the NBA next year? Uh, if, I, if it helps, I can read off the the bottom kind of records last year. Uh, sure, go for it. I, okay. I, I, I have I have a I, I have some thoughts, but uh, but I it, okay. would be, it would be good to hear the the uh, a refresher. So I'm I'm just gonna name the the five teams that were under thirty wins. Mm-hmm. So you got the Hawks, 29 wins. Um, then, then there's a big drop to the Bulls. Oh, yeah, uh, the Bulls were which have 20, Yeah, 22 wins. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, and then you got a tie from Cleveland and Phoenix, uh, <laughs> who both, both finished with 19 wins. Mm-hmm. And uh, New York won it all by uh, only winning 17 games last year. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, so yeah, with that said, um, who do you think it's going to be? Okay, well, I, I don't think it's going to be the Knicks. Um, okay. Uh, I think that I think that the Knicks uh, are going to um, benefit from the uh, um, the the Mississauga uh, groundswell that's just just in the huh. air these days uh-huh. with uh, with RJ Barrett. Yeah, yeah, um, that's a big groundswell. Yeah, I mean in New York as well with um, Bianca. Um, uh, like but um, so it's not going to be them. I don't think it's going to be the Suns. I think that um, 
uh, I hope I'm not stepping on toes here by saying what I, who I don't think it's going to be. No, you're actually, I'm, I'm wondering if it's one of those things where we're going to end up in the same spot because I'm with you on both accounts mm-hmm. so far. Although the only thing I'll say is like never underestimate certain franchises ineptitude. Right. And, and New York particularly, <laughs> like if RJ is the first rookie, um, who's not really that good to demand a trade, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> you know? Like if he's, if he's just average and he's like, I need to be out of here. Yeah, totally. Like with the with the current climate of the NBA, we might have our very first, first guy. Rookie by <laughs> mid-season just pulling the ripcord. You know, like, I'm not totally. going to play for you guys anymore. I'm yeah. yeah. Or like, um, yeah, maybe James yeah. Dolan does like, you know, he, he brings his kazoo down and he, he does a uh, private concert for like a jam session for him with his harmonica or whatever. Um, yeah. uh, anyway, that, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Don't, on, yeah don't, don't, don't underestimate the ability of the Knicks. Uh, uh, yeah. So I think the Suns. I don't think it's going to be the Suns. Um, uh, I'm going to say that it is going to be the Charlotte Hornets uh, are going to be the worst team to have the, the worst record in the, um, uh, in the NBA. The uh, okay. they had Kemba. Um, it's not my pick, but you know where 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 are you coming from? I mean, you don't have to justify this too much because they are starting Terry Rozier. Exactly. Um, so <laughs> I do think you know you got a pretty good start on this mm-hmm. one. Although I I must say I I'm a bit embarrassed because I think you know when all the free agency happens and and uh, or the, all when the free agency period happened this year it was so fast. Yeah. And my kind of snapshot judgment is like, oh, yeah, Charlotte's still fine. And then as the summers went along, I'm like, wait a second. No, they're not. Right. Um, but sorry, I, I'm, I'm stealing. No, I mean, my, my, they, uh, they had Kemba. Kemba's gone. The Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy Lamb is gone. Mm-hmm. They are starting Terry, as mentioned. Um, I mean, who else do they have? They've got uh, Malik Monk. Um, Michael Kidd Gilchrist and like that. Have you said Bridges? Bridges is good. Oh yeah, Miles Bridges. Yeah. yeah. Tomb. Dwayne Bacon. And they have um Forty Five Zeller Brothers. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and don't they have um Bismack Biombo as well? Isn't Bismack Biombo on that team? I think they do have Biz. I think he made a full circle and I'm not I really hope that he's getting paid eighteen million dollars. <laughs> A year by them, which which we were the ones who drove that up. Right. Uh, that would be a sweet bit of justice to a place that's really only suffered. So they don't really need justice, I don't think. But yeah, so that's that, that, that's my pick. Um, either that or the Cavs. Um, uh, it all depends on uh, with the Cavs if Kevin Love can play more than like whatever he played last season. He played like twenty two games or something like that last season. Um, yeah. If he can play more than that, and um, uh, depending on how that the the rookie um, what's his name Garland uh, Darius Garland Darius Garland um, yeah you have a uh, Selden Dwayne Selden oh yeah that's right yeah so I mean they could be oh, like if all those if I don't know, <laughs> Tristan Thompson Tristan Thompson Thompson oh I know you love Tristan Thompson I do he's a Toronto um, guy um, uh, he's also someone who seems to really uh, enjoy life um, <laughs> he's uh, sure sure. I mean, he's got a lot of off-court distractions, uh, yep. but maybe he's just you know plow, you know, focus, just um, yeah, put uh, put put it all on the put all on the on the on the court. But yeah, so the the the, the Hornets are my are my pick. 
Yep. Uh, I, I I can't I can't mess around with that pick. Um, I was actually, I'm starting to think that, you know, maybe maybe the bottom will be quite numerous this year because, so I'm gonna just like briefly touch on three teams that you you didn't even touch on. Um, which uh, so I was flirting with the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. I think they've done a really good job of retooling. But I also think they're kind of like honest with themselves in that, you know, they have Ja Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. And, you know, like Bruno. And yeah. and I think they're like, they don't want to be very good. And I think the West is unbelievably stacked. Mm-hmm. So I could just see that team, you know, at some point in the year having like 18 losses in a row with JV like banging down double doubles. You know what I mean? <laughs> Right. Yeah. Um, because it's just a bit, it's, it's really bereft of like talent. And I think, you know, the most promising talent on the team seems like it's like a couple years away from developing. Is that Morant? Is that the, who's the, that's the point guard, right? Um, so I'm just looking at, at, uh, at Memphis here. No, I, I, I think you're right that they could, that so they're, 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 they're positioned where they could like intentionally, um, that's that's my, that's my runner up. Um, but my my number one pick, I'm I actually sorry, I think I got confused there for a sec because the other team I was floating with was uh was the Cavaliers. Um yes. mostly because I think the Cavaliers are very similar to the team I think is gonna have the worst record in that they have one player who's clearly very good. Mm-hmm. And I think the majority of the season is based around when and how they're going to trade them. Right. Um, and that's Kevin Love with the Cavaliers. Um, but in my choice, it is, uh, I've stalled this long enough, haven't I? Um, <laughs> is uh, the Washington Wizards. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I think they have a truly dreadful team. <laughs> like, it, it, is, it is one of those scenarios where you're looking at a guy like Thomas Bryant, their mm-hmm. center, yeah. and being like, honestly, nice. That guy might be the best the best guy on the court. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, again, they have Beal, who's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But then it's like Bertans, Isaac Bonga, Troy Brown Jr., um, Sam Decker, you know, Rui Hachimura, which is probably, he's probably going to be fantastic. But again, he's a rookie. Um, Jan Mahimi, you know. Jamario Jones, who I don't Jamario. even know. No, Harrison no. Matthews, who I don't even know. Uh, CJ Miles, love the guy, but yeah. Uh, and, and again, I think Washington wants to be bad, so that that's kind of like my my factor as well. Isn't aren't so? What's the current situation with John Wall? Because aren't they aren't they incentivized if like John Wall never never plays again? Don't they get some sort of? I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not into the. Um, the whole contract. No, no, you're, CBA, uh, CBA you're actually, I mean, for, if, you know, if you're not into contracts, you definitely made a keen observation because <laughs> it should, you know, it's, it's funny with the type of things we watch out for in the NBA, but I only really started hearing about this sort of idea with Bosch's blood clot. Yes. Where it was kind of like, wait a second, you know, people are kind of accusing Miami of saying like, we don't want you back. Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to get out from that money after LeBron left. Mm-hmm. But then also with Bosch, it did seem consistent with the fact that no other team, like just insurance companies were like, absolutely yeah. not. We yeah. can't do this. Um, but I think with Wall, you know, if he wants to come back, 
I think they have to try and help him come back because he tore his ACL, if I'm not mistaken, and and then when he was already injured, there was the bathtub incident where he tore his Achilles. Right. Yeah. So I think that double whammy, but but that also means he's going to miss the calendar year next year. So right. that's why I'm expecting Washington to just, you know, who knows? Maybe it's a it's a it's a John Wall trade for Chris Paul. And Chris mm-hmm. Paul and Bradley Beal are tearing up the East. <laughs> I think probably not. I, I, I think I think it's something if John Wall doesn't play a certain number of games, they can get like eighty percent of his salary back um, via right. insurance. Um, that would make sense. Uh, so, they, as you said, they're sort of incentivized to be like, um, "Don't, <laughs> don't come back." Um. Okay, well, Paul, I think that's almost it for us. But you did say that you wanted to uh, touch on the WNBA. You said you had some 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 takes on their scheduling. Oh yeah, I was going to say. So did you did you want did you see any of that game on on Sunday? The the was it Chicago and um, Vegas? Yeah, it was the sky against. Um, yeah, yeah, forget uh, I, 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 Angels no. or yes. Aces, Aces? Sorry. Aces. Aces. It wouldn't be the Sorry. Angels. That's um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not the Angels. We're the Las Vegas Angels. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. The fear of God. Um, but I, what I'm saying is that they, they don't put these games on, like that. That that had like I only saw the the the, the, the final shot, like the final right. uh, um, incredible steal, and then buzzer beater. Oh, it's amazing. As as far as I know, like that was on like ESPN two or something in the states. Now there, there may have been a there may have been a um, uh, a football game on the main ESPN or something like that. But right. but what I, I I looked it up and what what was on ABC at the time was back to back clip shows about college football. It Aww. was like the hundred greatest whatever hundred greatest moments in college football followed by the hundred greatest players and something like that. I mean, it's like, just put it on ABC, like put that, yeah. put that on the main, on the, on, like on the main network, you know, like I'm not, totally. a, I'm not a um, programmer. I don't, I'm not a studio a, a network executive, but it just seems like, you know, put that, put that out there as, as sort of counter programming. I mean, I have no idea what the actual ratings were for that, but um, I do know that when, when my daughter was, um, was a little bit younger. We watched. She's, she's we dunking watched, at a young age. Yeah, she's she's extremely tall. My my daughter, as as the tallest man in the world, I have a very uh-huh. tall, um, very tall daughter. And um, uh, she, she we, we watched some WNBA games, and uh, she she loved it. And but I always found it kind of hard to find them. Anyway, that's all. That's my. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I thought you were actually going to mention that one of their games. Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm getting confused. I was I went down a deep dive and was looking for like like random records because mm-hmm. that's, that's what I enjoy doing on YouTube. <laughs> uh, hello, listeners. I'm weird. Um, no, but uh, <laughs> um, uh, there's a the, the, there's a girl named uh, Liz Cambage, a fantastic player, and she uh, owns a record for most points in a game. Oh yeah. And you know, so I'm watching this like it's such it's great highlights. Like she's just like tearing it up and people going crazy. And then the game ends and the announcer's like, Liz Cambage like holds a new WNBA and world record for, you know, like 
points in a game from a single player and all that, and she did it on Kids Day. And they pan, <laughs> and the audience is like all kids, <laughs> which is fine, which is fine. <laughs> but, you know, that's not something I factored in my head that like this girl's like ruthlessly going off and it's just like Kids Day. Um, it's just yeah, it's like it's like eight year olds. Who are, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And, <laughs> anyways, that's uh, that's that's my scheduling take. But uh, yeah, Paul, I think I think that's it for our time. Um, thanks for doing the show, man. Oh, thanks. That was yeah, it was a lot of fun. And um, I, I don't know if you're gonna. Are you doing questions, um, Fred? What's that? Are you doing the quickest questions or? Um, you better believe I am, Paul. <laughs> stick around for a sec. Oh, sure. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about the quickish questions. <laughs> and uh, listen, why don't you tell me something while I find them? All right. Sure. I I I I don't know if this is gonna um, step on quickish questions, but um, I, I look forward to raising a glass of uh, Chincoro with you guys. Is that the is that the name of the Michael Jordan tequila? <laughs> Oh, that's right. And Jeannie Buss. Oh, Isn't it Jeannie yes. Buss, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, right. It's, it's Michael Jordan, Jeannie Buss, um, one of the owners of the Milwaukee Bucks and one of the owners of the Celtics. <laughs> and then isn't it like also like Jared Leto or something? Um, I'm, 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 I'm looking at a picture of the five of them, and, and I do not see Jared Leto. Wait, are you telling me Jared Leto as a Joker is not involved in this tequila scheme? <laughs> As the Joker, <laughs> I'm, Paul. I'm just trying to get a sense of this. Okay, uh, um, I'm ready. I mean, if that's questions. not if that's not an intro for quick, quickest questions, I don't know what is. All right. Okay. Well, is everyone that sound, uh, <laughs> that sound effect made it all the way through? I thought that once you heard that, everyone just hung up. Uh, <laughs> that sound effect. On, on my end, that sound that the quickest questions sting sounded like it was it was dying a slow death. Oh. No, it, it, no it, it, it it sounded like a like a Brian Wilson Beach Boys uh, recording from my end. It was just pristine. Nice. Like, <laughs> oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Um, well, uh, right. Paul, these are, these are going to be just for you. Cause I got to save some for Andre. Um, uh, but yeah, tell me when you're ready though. The only ready. rule is you got to answer these questions as quick as you can. Sure. No phoning a friend or anything. Like that. <laughs> you really got to, you really got to give me the goods. Ready. Okay. <laughs> Do you think... Oh yeah, I, know. I, I I let the beat hang for a second. Do you think Michael Jordan's tequila? <laughs> if there's one thing Michael Jeffrey Jordan knows, it's how to distill and age agave. So yes. Ooh, okay. Did Mark party harder for the NBA championship or the FIBA championship? We we, we have video footage. We we have video evidence. It is for Toronto for the the NBA championship. Hell yes. If you could add Anthony Davis or Zion Williams to the Raptors for the next ten years, who would you add? Um, I'm going with um, I'm going with Zion. I'm going with Zion. He's younger. He's a he's just a beast down there. Um, uh, and then when R.J. Barrett returns home to to Toronto, then it will be a Duke reunion for the two of them. 
Ooh, I like that. Okay. A couple more. What do you think of the NBA's anti-tampering proposals? Um, I no, think quick I, so you gotta. It's not. It's not going to work at all. <laughs> Is that quick enough? That's great. Yeah, you just got straight to the point. It'll make it worse. <laughs> it will. It certainly will. Um, and you know, here's one. I'm going to let you both answer. But first, first it goes to Paul. Will Matt puke at the altar? Um, I didn't, so I think he's fine. I think he's good. <laughs> okay. Um, and let me jump over to you, Matt. Will you puke at the altar? Uh, yeah, it's going to be like a full stand by me type of situation. Uh, I'm going to like, yeah, <laughs> just blueberry yeah. pie and like everyone's going to start puking and, and that's what the, the wedding will be known for. Right, so it won't be like a Chernobyl style puking? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's been a oh, while since we got a Chernobyl reference in. I'm glad we did. I know. That's what I, was, I saw the opening, and I was like, here I go. Here I go, you yeah? <laughs> know? Um, cool. Well, uh, Paul, that's that's uh, that's that's it for us. Yeah, for, thanks, for man. Yeah. Um, All right. But yeah, do you, do you have anything going on that um, the, the listeners should know about? Um, we'll, we'll plug all your social media and stuff. But uh, yeah, where can people find you? Where can people help Paul Beer out? You can help me out on uh, Twitter. It's Paul Daniel Beer um, on Twitter. And, uh, and I've just started a, a podcast of my own um, called uh, Talking Terry, the Terrence Malick podcast, <laughs> where I talk about the, uh, oh. the, the, the films of Terrence Malick. Oh, wow. I gotta listen to that for sure. Yes, so far it's it's just me, um, and uh, uh, and uh, yeah. So uh, the the last episode, uh, I was I was uh, giving initial reactions to the new movie that just premiered at TIFF. So you know, there's a lot of um, references to wheat, uh, a lot of uh, whispered voiceover. Yeah. Uh, so check it out. It's on it's on Apple uh, Apple Podcast, and um, yeah, subscribe. Cool, man. Paul, I, uh, I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> a happy Terrence Malick to you, sir. And, uh, and, and a Terrence Malick to you. And hey, and Matt, congratulations. Oh, thanks, man. Get that garbage out of here! I am here with... Uh, with with one of the coolest dudes I know, he uh, I think he's, yeah yeah that's right I'll say it you know what I mean um, high praise he's been back in Toronto for I, I think maybe just over a year I'm not exactly sure but uh, wherever you are give him a very warm welcome by yourself at home for Andre DePape. Wow. <laughs> What a, what an introduction! Uh, <laughs> I mean, people people know me for my intros. Yeah, know? no, it's cool. I mean, yeah, I've I've uh, I've been working working my way up to being the coolest guy you know, and uh, I'm here. I'm at the top of the mountain. And 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 how about the really cool detail about like, you know, potentially how long you've been back in Toronto. Like, that's cool, right? That's a good intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's incorrect. I've only been back for like uh, 10 months, but it's okay. I'm here. I'm still here. Ooh, pretty close, but you know, no cigar. You know, I wasn't cigar. that far off, though. Yeah, it was pretty close. 
<laughs> what did I say? I you, you said a little. I over said a year. like just over a year. Yeah. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, good, good try. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, it's uh, it's the end of summer. And uh, that's sad because it gets cold, but it gets exciting because basketball's almost back. So it's good. Yeah, uh, we're we're almost there, and I think like it's it's kind of, you know, I know they people always say that the NBA is a is a twelve months of the year sport now, but I think this year has been a, a little bit of a rebuttal of that. Like I think we've had we genuinely had some kind of like. A quiet season, I'll say. Yeah, I think I think if they would have like had a bigger uh, contingent in the World Cup, like bigger name players, maybe it would have carried carried the momentum. But uh, but yeah, definitely like August and September were pretty quiet. Um, let's uh, let's let's get right to some stuff here. So. Uh, I wanted to hit you with a with a Raptors offensive question. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that cool? Yeah. Enough? Well, I'm on the I'm on the podcast to answer questions, so let's 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 dive in. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll just I'll just kind of say it flat out. What do what do you think uh, the best version of the of the Raptors offense without Kawhi Leonard is going to be? And you know, I guess. In that, keep in mind that um, you know there's there's no, obviously no Jonas, mm. and a lot of that I guess like seventeen and four or whatever it was twenty two and four, the record without Kawhi, you know it was also with a bit of a different team at times too. We had Delon in there, CJ, so this is with Gasol and Norm and kind of the the, the new the new Raptors, yeah, so a new but still the same, yeah, yeah. I think um, you know. I th- I think coming off the the championship that we won, the Toronto Raptors championship, it's, uh, it's 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 pretty exciting to think what what the collection of players can do, even without Kawhi. I mean, obviously, you know, top five player in the league was hugely instrumental, um, and it, it's I guess for the most part, people have really been looking at Pascal as like the guy that's going to be carrying the load. Um, mm-hmm. but, but, uh, and I'm, I know, I know you guys already dove into it earlier on the pod, but man, Marcus all, I think he is really the guy that especially on offense, I think is going to be the biggest difference year over year. I think he was kind of playing the like good teammate and, and blending in with, with an already very, very good team last year. But um, I think especially offensively, we are going to need someone like Mark to really uh, anchor, I guess, the starting lineup at the very least. And I think he's got all the pieces to do it. Uh, I think kind of having him be your high post playmaker um, to ultimately be the, the instigator of the offense, the person that makes the decisions and, and finds the right guy. Um, I think he's going to, mm-hmm. I think he's going to have all the, all the tools necessary. He'll have someone like Kyle Lowry, who's an amazing shooter, but can also be another playmaker. And then he'll have uh, the dynamic Pascal Siakam transition, kind of do it all uh, uh, wing big. And, uh, and then he's got, you know, Fred and Ibaka and OG who are all good shooters as well. So I think it's really going to be like 
Mark's going to be the, the hub of the wheel. Um, and I'm excited to, to kind of see how that works out. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think I'm with you except, you know, as much as I, I feel like Mark is like so super capable of kind of like stepping into those shoes and, you know, being kind of like the offensive and defensive glue in a lot of ways. Yeah. I'm thinking, uh, you know, yeah. The, cause the reason I brought up this question is because you know, so much of the year, you know, like for, for the first little while we had that kind of like, uh, you know, people would call it like Kawaiso offense. Right. And it was kind of like him operating in kind of that deep mid range, those like long 18 footers area. And he did a ton of that in the playoffs. Like he torched Philly that way. Right. And, you know, it's pretty undeniable what a guy can score from there like that. But I think, you know, for when Mark came, it kind of meant that Mark, you know, didn't really, couldn't occupy that space on offense. Right. So nurse opted to have Mark on the three point line and kind of like, you know, really relegated what he can do offensively. Although, you know, Mark kind of took it on the chin and it was better for the team. And obviously Kawhi is better than Mark, but then that brings me to this year, you know, with, with Pascal, he really does a lot of kind of like shaking and baking and post posting up. And I'm not exactly sure what he's going to look like as a ball handler. Like, does he operate in the pick and roll? Um, You know, his thing isn't really taking long twos. So I don't don't know if he isn't. Sorry, go ahead. Isn't he kind of this like sneaky, good long two guy, or at least, or at least out of the like, Hmm. um, you know, that's kind of his post game a little bit is obviously he's got the masterful, so, yeah. he's got the spin move that's like out of control, but I, yeah. I want to say he can, he can kind of back up and then do a little fade. Maybe I'm just imagining him as Dirk Nowitzki. Like I'm just picturing <laughs> like Pascal doing these one legged fadeaways. Oh, dude. Um, you got to imagine. Yeah. I've been watching him at Rico Hines <laughs> yeah. and like watching him and Boucher take on like James Harden. I'm like, right. here we go. Repeat. This is it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, obviously I think he's kind of like, uh, you know, he's your poor man's Giannis, like out, out in transition, he'll, he'll totally um, get ahead of defenders and just cause all kinds of trouble that way. So I think naturally he's going to get like at least 10 points a game just through transition offense. And then he'll get another six points just on corner three pointers. And then, and then, you know, so I, I think he, I think he'll pretty easily get to that like 16 to 18 points. And then it's really just figuring out, okay, how does he, you know, can he be a guy that, that like you say, can, can kind of shake and bake and do all, all these tricks offensively mm-hmm. to, to add a bit more. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you know, I think you're actually totally right. And he actually kind of sneaky sneakily is a long two guy. You know who shot a you know a more efficiently from the three uh, in the regular season, and then his three kind of tailed off in the playoffs, which is fine. He's still a young guy, but the the point I was kind of like, or I think what's what's confusing me is that it seems like Mark, you know, likes to operate in in the kind of like the long two area. Yeah. Kyle likes to operate in the like the pick and roll. Yeah. Area. Surge likes to operate in the long two area. And, and I think you're right. I think Pascal also likes to operate there. So then that kind of makes me think like, all right, well, well what's going to give here? Because I don't think we're going to have like three vets 
just taking long twos. And, you know, Surge, Surge is kind of like a scorer. It's not someone you run an offense through. But, yeah, uh, yeah I guess I'm, you know, is it going to be a, a mixture of kind of like that, like San Antonio Spurs joy of basketball, like tons of movement and cutting and that kind of stuff and two-man games? Or are we going to like, yeah, like, I, I guess I'm curious if, if, anyone is like Kawhi where we can kind of just dump the ball to him or it's going to be built as a more fluid thing. Yeah. It's a good, it's a great question, right? Like, um, we definitely, well, I mean, I was going to say we don't have a bailout option, um, which is true that we don't have somebody like, like as good as Kawhi as a bailout option. Mm -hmm. Um, but Kyle Lowry has been known to bail us out. Once in a while, and and Marcus is generally smart enough yeah. to do that. Um, but yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. I mean, it, it kind of, in theory, we have three offensive players that can potentially be very diverse in their ways of scoring, um, and very potentially complementary uh, in in Kyle Gasol and uh, and Siakam. I kind of see those three guys as. Is if they're if they're on uh, you know if they're working and they're 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 doing well then we're going to be a really really good offensive team. If they start falling apart, then I think the whole thing kind of falls apart. Yeah, I'm. I I don't think the, like, people keep referring to like this like bottom out potential with the Raptors. I still don't see it, but I've I'm also hyper aware that I love the Raptors too much to not be biased. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think I, I, you know, it's not so long ago that I told myself that Andrea Bargnani was the next year. <laughs> so, and that was a seven year period. I'm walking around in bars, talking to friends, talking about Andrea Bargnani. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, oh. I'll make sure, I'll make sure to keep myself in check. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the way I look at it is, you know, back in like 2015, 2016, like we were winning like 50 games and that yeah. team, that team had significant minutes played by DeMar Carroll and James Johnson. So, um, so yeah, I think, exactly. I think, I don't think the bottom out potential when you have, uh, Siakam, Gasol, Van Vliet, Lowry. Like we've got a team full of very, very good NBA players. I don't think it's gonna it's gonna bottom out. Um, yeah, I would be and shocked. I'd truly be shocked. It's the Eastern Conference too, right? Because like you know, as much as people are like, oh, the Raptors are gonna bottom out. My response to them is usually name five players from the <laughs> Miami Heat. Um, and yeah. if they can, yeah. then I'm like, all right. You, you know, you can pass, you can, I'm the troll and you can pass the bridge. Yeah. But most people can name like two or three. And I'm like, yeah. So people think the heat are going to be in like seventh place. So well, don't worry about the Raptors. Exactly. Right. Cause it's, it's kind of like, what's, what's easier making the playoffs or being, or like what's harder making the playoffs or being worse than the bulls, Cavaliers, uh, Knicks, wizards, yeah. Bobcats Hawks or, or uh, Hornets. Hornets, like, like it's actually I think easier to make the playoffs than it is. To yes, miss them. and 
the worst part is all those teams that are like, oh, we're going to be bad for many years. <laughs> like, so it's not like a long, it's not like, oh, well, you know, like you know, we'll get rid of all our big contracts and then we'll bottom out. It's like, well, good luck. These teams are terrible. <laughs> um, okay. So I, I, I had thrown you the question of, uh, I like to do like a, like pick a best sophomore for next year. Um, yeah. You, you know, I, I think maybe this is not as much of a conversation as I was hoping it would be. And, and you also have uh, a fun little games. So maybe yeah. just tell me who you're thinking for sophomore. Um, and I'll tell you who I'm thinking and then we can, we can play your fun game. Okay. Okay. So I think, I think sophomore wise, um, you know, it, it feels like cheating to go with like, a Donkic or a uh, Trey. I know, guy. right? So that that makes me want to like dig in a bit more. And I think ultimately, uh, I think this guy had a really great rookie season, but people kind of didn't care too much about it. But I think DeAndre Ayton, I think he's going to have like a monster year because he was pretty good in year one and that's very rare for totally. big men to have good rookie seasons and so i think that's just a good omen that, that like he's fairly nba ready and that you know having one year under his belt and getting ready to to do a second one I, so that that that's where i would go i would go deandre and i think he's gonna have a big one yeah I'm i'm in the same place as you and i think that just so I'm not like a like an insane weird hater who gets like stuck on my own stubborn opinions. <laughs> Just for the record, I do think it's going to be Doncic. Yeah, um, sure. But I kind of have I'm having like similar feelings about Andre or DeAndre Ayton, but I also think that you know that Phoenix stink is still there. Yeah. So you know he's gonna people are gonna blow by Booker. And then score on Aiden, and then you're gonna have half the league saying like, "See, he'll never be a good defensive big man." Right. Um, but I'm th- I'm kind of thinking Bagley is gonna have a huge year. Uh, I've just it seems like a lot of NBA people are really high on him, and on yeah. top of that, it seems like Sacramento at the very least is not gonna suck. Yeah, yeah. It seems like also with Marvin Bagley. Um, Maybe maybe I just didn't know enough about him, but it seems like he's a bit more of a like, um, I almost like a Kevin Durant type big guy. Like, you know, I thought I thought of him as like a power forward, but he's like this really dynamic scorer. And like, obviously mm-hmm. Durant Durant's high praise, but um, I didn't realize just how much of a really good scorer he is. So yeah, yeah I like I like that one too. Okay, let's um. Let's uh, let, let's use the rest of the time here before we, we go to some quickish questions to uh, to play your game, which is actually kind of a a really fun thing to highlight. So yeah, I'll, I'll let you take it away. What what inspired this game? Yeah, so uh, so so day job for me is a marketer, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, so I'm always fascinated by by brands and marketing activity and different uh, different things to mm. to con- connect with the consumers, the fans. And so I uh, saw the Raptors did this really cool um, uh, apparel move where they where they made a, a Raptors branded uh, Nike hijab, um, which was just such a like on point, very 
very much in keeping with, I think, the type of organization the Raptors are, the type of mm-hmm. brand they want to build. And I was totally. just like, what a great, like, thing for your fan base and thing to put your your brand on. Uh, so then it got me thinking, well, there's 29 other teams. What are these teams thinking of? How are they going to innovate in the world of branding? And uh, and so I started to think of different uh, different items that different items and, and things that that these teams could uh, could bring their their well known brands to and uh, and connect a little closer with their fan base. I love this. Um, so yeah, I, I, I guess as soon as you as soon as you kind of drop this game on me, I, I I think none of my ideas are practical or good, but I do feel like I have some good ideas. Um, awesome. And the only other thing I want to say is, can Matt also play? Because I feel like I, Matt... I hope so. Yeah. He's very gadget-friendly. Gadget. And, yeah. And he's got some ideas. I know he does. <laughs> this, is, this is good. I, so I've got a list, but I, how about you guys kick off the game? And we'll uh, we'll, we'll see where, where your head's at. Okay. Um, I'll, start, I'll start with the Washington Wizards. Um, <laughs> first of all, Harry Potter is a big deal. Um, okay. Second of all, um, you know, you don't see wands every day. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, what, what if there was a practical, you know, type of, of, uh, wand, you know, maybe it's actually a flashlight yeah. um, or a pen. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, wands, you gotta love them. Right. Washington wizards on the side or maybe even WW. Um, I think this that's is great. Something. This is great. I love it. Yeah. And you can even, you know, if you're really smart, you go, you know, when we have the like alternate Jersey day, you do like, uh, you know, alternate yeah. Jersey day and they're all wearing like Gryffindor jerseys. Just like <laughs> wizards. Oh, I What's love up? that. What's up? Oh, I thought, I, I thought you were going to say, if you're really smart, you could also make the wand a whistle. But... <laughs> <laughs> that would work. Matt, what's your idea? Yeah, Matt. Oh, wow. Um, What's my idea? Well, the first thing that came to mind, I'm thinking uh, a team that needs, you know, uh, to embrace the fans a little more now that they're going to be in this this new, you know, whole level of stardom is are the uh, the LA Clippers. Okay. And I'm thinking I'm always a fan of the kind of gadgets where, you know, it's like a Swiss army knife kind of thing. So it gives them a lot of freedom to do what, but yeah, this thing's going to have to have some nail clippers in it, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And I want that to be a thing at the game. If people are going to be like cutting their nails at the game, they can like, uh, put them in those plastic tubes and, uh, use them for the shakers to psycho people taking free throws. So, uh, <laughs> it's kind oh of, <laughs> it's a bit of a mix, but, um, essentially I want them to cultivate, I want that billionaire Balmer to cultivate his own kind of Swiss army knife, but focus it on the clippers, the, oh, the oh, that's you know, clippers a little bit, but a, a flashlight yeah. would be good too. Just like on the wand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Throw a flashlight in the whistle, right? That's great. You could have a small, uh, comb on there. Yeah. To- to comb your eyebrows? You better believe there'll be a nail file. <laughs> um, Andre, uh, you, you, is, is it your turn or do you, yeah, you want to yeah, see what else no, we have? Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, so I've got a list. So I'm going to 
you know, I've got the Dallas Mavericks. Um, okay. So known, uh, known really primarily through their iconic player of Dirk Nowitzki. Yep. Um, I don't know if you guys know it, but uh, in the next week or so, um, they're kicking off Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah. So big uh, German celebration of beer and, uh, and other things. Bratwurst. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's a pretty iconic piece of clothing, the Lederhosen, that I think the Dallas Mavericks could do a nice royal blue Lederhosen oh. and uh, really embrace and, and celebrate the heritage of their iconic player, Dirk Nowitzki. So That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I have more. Can, can I jump in with yeah, another one? Yeah, wow. do another one. Um, the Orlando Magic. Oh boy! Um, here we go. So more magic. I don't know if you can see a theme here, but my <laughs> thought is, you know, the Magic front office—they're looking at the Wizards and they—they're saying, "Why do they get ones, and we don't?" <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so, so they do ones too. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. And it's a lot of similarities between what the Wizards were doing. Bigger except, whistle, you know, mostly mostly kind of like uh, you know some Disneyland stuff. Um, yeah, maybe it's not so Harry Potter, but um, well, you know, know. Harry Potter's Warner Brothers, right? And Disney and Warner Brothers are rivals. Yeah. So, so you can you can play that up. It could be like Fantasia versus Harry Potter. I would really, really like for Orlando to to just dive in to like Fantasia references. Maybe maybe some, <laughs> maybe some notes for ought to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Matt? That's awesome. Me? Um yeah. oh boy. Okay, yeah. Let me uh let me grab another team here out of the air and uh let's go the uh let's go New Orleans. Let's go down Go, go down to knowledge. Pellies. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the Pellies. Um, now, a lot of fun there. A lot of good music and stuff. Uh, let's not get too crazy with it, but uh, I do want, like, something brass, uh, I think would be great. Uh, <laughs> New Orleans themed. Like, it doesn't have to be a brass instrument. But, but like, because they don't you, don't, you don't want tubas going off during the game, or do you? <laughs> Do, like not? everybody brings a tuba to the game and like they when the other teams oh, shoot it like it, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> customized yeah they'd be pretty cool and and because you know 300 bucks you can get a permit to do a parade in new orleans right so uh anyone can do a parade and get a police escort i feel like that should be brought into the celebrations like for when they win a game oh, they do, a parade. They do there's yeah. like a big parade and everyone can participate and like walk around on the the main floor if you want to that's good yeah that's good um, oh, yeah okay i've got i've got one uh memphis grizzlies um another team that is known for a uh, a big european marcasol right iconic <laughs> iconic memphis well, Grizzlies. i'm liking your angle yeah um marcasol he uh He's had a great 2019. Um, Got to say, probably better than his 2018, seems like. And oh, yeah. uh, I think uh, the Grizzlies should do Memphis Grizzlies branded 
uh, Toronto Raptors Marcus All jerseys. So, you know, it's a Toronto Raptors championship Marcus All jersey, but instead of Sun Life, it's just the Memphis Grizzlies logo, and uh, they can wow. celebrate. Uh, they can celebrate their iconic player actually winning something. Yeah, that I, I'm that's down with that. Both cool and layered. <laughs> uh, and yeah. also kind of like inherently an insult, but you know, I think Memphis. <laughs> Memphis and Toronto, we, the, you know, we share some stuff like, you know, obviously Vancouver, but there's kind of this like outsider aspect. And like, I thought it was really cool that when uh, we won the championship, uh, Memphis congratulated Mark. Like I was like, this is, this is great. Yeah, it was classy. That's very classy. It is class. Um, well, I don't know if we should, should we uh, move on to quickish questions, or I don't know if you, do you have a couple more there, Andre? I'm going to just, uh, yeah, a lightning round, a few more. One. Oh, hit me up. Um, uh, Lakers, well known for tampering. Um, yeah. There, there is a device called the tamper, and it's for espresso. So you know when you make espresso and you tamp it down. Yeah. So you do a Lakers branded espresso tamper because they're so Huge. good at tampering. Uh, the 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 Brooklyn Nets. You get the noise canceling headphones to cancel out the haters. You know because it's uh, it's Irving and Durant just. Uh, the haters um, yeah, actually that one is like like that's beats by dre that's like that could happen <laughs> it might happen uh nicks you want to brand a paper bag because you gotta end up wearing it over your <laughs> oh, head oh man uh, oh yeah the um let's see what else do i got here the uh thunder uh they should brand a toilet so that you know when you have to go to the toilet you say it's thunder time <laughs> it's thunder okay. time Andre wow it's getting good like we have to throw in a tagline I'm in uh, I think the Spurs should do branded European tours um, just very on brand for them uh, oh. the Celtics uh, should brand a loaf of bread oh yes thank wow. you so much I, that's just you know and, you're, you're a real one, you know? Yeah. And uh, last, we'll go with the last one. Um, if you are with the Bucks, you should do a branded lunch bag because Giannis is going to eat your lunch. Oh, that's very good. Okay, I, I actually had a, a Bucks one too. Oh, nice. I was thinking, now, I wonder if, this, if my geography is just fully off. Oh, I think I think it's a ruined joke. Sorry, guys. Um, basically, <laughs> I was trying to. I, I was going to do a link, but they're not in the same state, are they? Green Bay is in Wisconsin. Right. It's close. It's close. It's nearby. It's close. I was saying uh, they could do like the thing where they, you know, they also have cheese heads. But then, um, because it's kind of like a Harley Davidson thing too, they all have like assless chaps too. Wow! Like, wow! The audience, <laughs> the audience is like assless chaps. So like, wow! <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. But that's, you know, that's good. I got my geography wrong. So Jeez. no, it's 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 pretty good. Best, no, it's pretty good. I like that. Oh my god! Uh, well done. Uh, Cool. Let's see. Quick. Matt, you got any more? Or uh, I think we're ready for questions. a little quickish question. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, Andre, yeah. you know what's up? Matt loves it when I say it, so I'll say it again. No, no phone, phone in a friend. friend. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> answer as quick as you possibly can. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll stammer through these questions. Uh, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Paul George used to date Doc Rivers' daughter before he was allegedly caught cheating on her with a stripper. Will this alleged incident come back to haunt the Clippers? And if so, how? Wow. I did I know. not know that. <laughs> I didn't um, know that. I did some following up. Apparently it's true. I mean, however you want to answer this is okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, I think that uh, Doc Rivers is going to figure out a, a epic diss for um, for the cheater and will embarrass him on the on the biggest stage of, of his career. So I predict an NBA Finals diss from Doc Rivers towards uh, Paul George. Okay, that's the best answer ever. Like a diss. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you just got Jamie XXed. Um, okay, wow. sorry. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, are the Raptors going to be a trendsetter with their box plus one defense? I uh, thought about this after seeing the pick of Steph Curry wearing a box plus one respect the game hoodie. Uh, yeah, they're going to... Yeah, for sure they're a trendsetter. Sounds good. Um, I don't understand why he's so salty about that. Hell yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I don't know if he's salty or if it's like, uh, yeah, I'm not even sure why that got as much momentum as it did. I think it's just maybe he didn't really deal well with being stopped. Is my, yeah. Is my, you know. And it's um, also like, anyways, he gets questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This one. This one is for both of you because I know it's it's uh, it's especially for Matt, but wow. Andre, I'm curious as well. So, Andre, I'll start with you. Have you seen Space Jam? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, Matt, have you seen Space Jam? Still making my way through it. Uh, haven't haven't gone back to it since I started it four or five months ago. <laughs> Okie <Okay>, doke. <laughs> At least you're being honest. I'm getting there. Um, on. Andre, the follow-up to that question is, have you seen Space Jam 2? Uh, no. No, I haven't. That one I have seen. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, And Matt, yeah, come on. You haven't seen that either, (laughs) have you? Should I watch that first to make my way back? I don't know, but it's a weird question to end the pod on, but (laughs) we got to do what we got to do, right? Sometimes you need a riddle. (laughs) Fun, fun fact: uh, uh, Space Jam was the uh, first date I ever went on. Wow! Whoa! That's awesome. <laughs> um, my first date was also a movie. It was, uh, I think, it was Snow Day. <laughs> snow Day. Snow Jam. Wow. No, yeah, Snow Day was a movie. I think it was Snow Day. Was Billy Bob Thornton? Uh, in snow it? Jam was a. So just Snow Jam was a concert at series, I think. Snow oh, yeah. Jam. Um, or was it Drop no, Murphy's? I think it was called Snow Job. Oh, it was Snow Job, yes. <laughs> nice one. Me first in the gimme gimme's. Snow Job. Nineteen eighty eight. Um yeah. 
1988. Okay. Well, a- a- anyways, uh, Andre, you're amazing. Um, thanks so much for doing this pod. Hey, thanks uh, for having me. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if people want to, um, people want to check you out, they want to help your cause. How, what, what, what can they do? Where should they go? Uh, yeah. Follow me on Twitter. Um, Andre DePap at Andre DePap. And, uh, I'm available for any, uh, branding and, uh, marketing stunts that, uh, you might need. I've got all the ideas. You really do. Um, Sweet man. Well, yeah. Thanks for thanks for doing the pod. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Anyone around here speak basketball? There it is. It's the Confederacy of Dunks basketball podcast. podcast.